0: to the dead format episode 147 my name is ian McEwen. and i'm joined tonight by the curiously very busy all of a sudden thomas smiley and uh we're here to talk about legacy
1: yeah life is crazy i have like every other day off or two like we're we're doing two days on two days off where i don't have the kid but the days that i don't have the kid i have all the stuff to do with moving and, and trying to go out more and all that uh but yeah, my schedule my schedule is a lot less planned than it was a few months ago, that's for sure.
0: Bro, I thought for sure you were gonna make the announcement, drop the the new girlfriend announcement when I heard but how busy l- you were.
1: Listen, we get
0: <laughs> Not yet.
1: I mean, we get, just, How's that, the man not... Bum coming? Uh so it's coming. I can get it I can get it all the way up into a knot, but it's not like perfect yet. Uh it needs like a few more months to be able to have enough um enough length to do what I want with it. So hopefully October at the Legacy Pit, November at the Buffalo Chicken Dip, everybody can see it. Sick.
0: Yeah. Bro, Jim, Jim not Dredge, our buddy turned uh, 40 this weekend.
1: Yeah, you gave my hat away. uh,
0: Yeah, I gave your hat away. Okay, Because you you didn't know what it was about.
1: So first, big shout out um, for Pat and Jerry for making that donation to Room to Grow. I'm like... That that was just like the coolest thing ever. Um, I wanted to say that before we talked about the hat.
0: Okay, is that sarcastic? No,
1: I was like, that oh, that, okay. was, I didn't that was awesome. Was no, that wasn't sarcastic. Like that okay. that was such a fucking classy thing to do. It was awesome.
0: Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, yeah. So I gave that hat. I forgot to bring a present, so I gave that hat to Jim,
1: and. uh
0: <laughs> That was so that worked out really well. He loves that set, so it worked out well. But uh, there's a problem because what he wants for his 40th is to be on this podcast with Kramer, and we're gonna have to discuss this. We're gonna have to. Table I mean, this.
1: I'm I'm good if you're good with that. I don't know. if mean, direction good with That it. that's gonna go if it's gonna be like career ending. I and... don't work
0: for Elizabeth Warren, so <laughs> I mean, you know what I'm saying. I don't have photos with uh, with politicians like you.
1: Oh, you were making a me reference. Yeah. No, let's do it. Let's do it. You guys right. you All guys right, just bro. calm down. You guys <laughs> you just calm down a little it. bit. <laughs> bro, speaking
0: speaking of Boston accents, thick Boston accents, we actually got we got one on tonight, bro. We got so this dude that we we have on tonight, he was very uh interested in the show notes, very studious approach to this podcast. He's only listened to one episode of the Dead Format, so he doesn't know what, what we do, right? And I mean do we awesome. know what we do? Dude, we fuck around is what we do. Obviously. Okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: But we got the Light Walker. We, we we foreshadowed this in the last episode. With the painter stuff. With the uh Oswald Fiddlebender. We've got Lightwalker, Robert Russo, what's going on, bro? What's going on guys? How are you? I'm doing great, man. How's how are you doing today? I'm huh?
2: doing I'm doing alright. I'm hanging in there. I'm hanging in there. I got a sheet in front of me, I'm ready to go. This is outstanding. Yeah, We're actually going to get to
1: talk about magic today, <laughs> yeah. and this is like the best Boston accent that we've ever had on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, so this really is, is like perfect. We need to have Adrian on at the Stonum? same time.
2: Yeah, I'm in Stoneham. Yeah, Stoneham. Yep. what I thought. Nice. Right?
0: Yep. That's a thick accent, bro. There's no There's no easy access to the highway, right?
2: Or no, uh, there kind of is. Yeah. I'm, Stoneham's I'm, on 128 yeah, or 95. Yeah, yeah I'm right there. Yeah, it's basically right there. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Stoneham's good. It's a little busy, but um, it's, uh, you know, I grew up on the North Shore, but this is, uh, it's a nice, it's a nice change, close to Boston, so I like it, you know, it's good. Wait, uh, where also, on the North Shore
1: did you grow up? Uh, Boxford, actually. <laughs> okay, so I'm moving, uh, I'm moving to Southern Haverhill right on the Boxford North oh, nice. Andover line. Oh, nice, yeah, absolutely. Yep, yep. I'm North Shore, North Shore from a long time, yeah.
2: Yeah, absolutely, great, it's, it's awesome, so, yep, are in Stoneham.
0: Bro, so what when I when I talked about you on the last podcast because I know you listened to that? Did I do your story justice? Like about when you started playing Magic or was that? Oh yeah, off
2: absolutely, pace? absolutely. We go way back. Okay, uh, excellent. Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah, it was. It's been great. Yeah, the journey's been great, and here we are, about seven years later. <laughs> so seven year. Okay. So how yeah. how long was it that you got into Legacy? About um, shortly thereafter, a couple years maybe. I knew right away. It's where I wanted to be. It was just a matter of just getting the cards together and uh, kind of hopping in. And, of course, where we played at the local game shop, um, it was just a fantastic environment, great people. And um, I always look forward to going there. I think it was Tuesday, Wednesday nights we used to go, like every every week. and then, Every uh, Tuesday. Every Tuesday. It was, you know, about 25 strong and some of the best uh, players in the Northeast. It was just a fantastic group of people. Like uh, I, right away, I wanted to stick with it. And um, you know, traveling to the SEG, you know, the opens and stuff like that, and playing with them, and it's been great. I've had a great time, and um, I just love Legacy. I love the community. The people are great. Um, I can't say enough about it. And I learned a lot from a lot of the people in this area, and, um, and here we are today.
1: <laughs> was was your local um, the store? What's the store in Worcester? Um, Is that the place? Uh, well, Gaming, etc. this was
2: on Tuesday oh. nights, and then, uh, okay. where okay. else do we go? Um, just, just all around. I was playing all around. I mean, a lot more back before the COVID stuff, and that's when I kind of cooled off with it, but, um, and that's kind of more or less where I got into the MTGO scene. Um, I always kind of wanted to try it, but I was afraid that if I got into it, I'd kind of step away from paper a little bit, but, but the, uh, the break kind of got me into it, and I've been um, full bore ever since. And I'm, now I'm actually just getting back into paper, uh, buying the of Sagas and stuff like that. But yeah, it's been uh, <laughs> it's been a journey. Yeah, it's good, it's good. The MTGO stuff is great, and um, yeah, it's it's been it's been great. Dude, I remember you were like playing Pox at oh, first. Oh yeah, big time, big time. You oh, were yeah. playing
0: some weird decks. Then all of a sudden, yeah. I saw you. you. You like stuck with it. I had this like quiet stick to itness about you. So like. All of a sudden, you were playing blue decks. And then, well, I remember seeing you at SCG and you were buying a Tabernacle. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing, bro?
2: I had it all. I mean, Nether Void, I had the uh, Tabernacle for the Pox deck. I did it right. I had to. I had all four seasons, of Amitra's Factories. I still got them. Um, But, uh, I mean, my first competitive deck was Merfolk in blue. I I did pretty well with that deck. In Legacy, I bought the Force of Wolves, the Chalices, everything. And then um, I kind of moved away from that, and I started getting the, uh, the duels and stuff. I started playing some Delver. I played plenty of blue. Everybody out there, I play a ton of blue. I can play blue. Trust me. Um, <laughs> I really can. I can cast the Force will, but in uh, a brainstorm. You can. And uh, so I was big into blue-red for a while. This is when, like, Arcanist was around, Pyromancer, True Name Nemesis, back when it was, you know, you know, a little, a little more chill. Uh, <clears throat> and... Uh, but it was good. I I could you know going uh, to uh to you know Eric's Eric shop over at Timeball Games in uh, Bellingham too, and used to love his tournaments on Saturdays and just jamming all day, and then sometimes make a top eight and uh, yeah, I mean and then uh, you know it, it's been it's been great. So here we are with painter too. So it's, it's been awesome. Yeah, dude. So what? When did you start playing painter? Um, it's not. It was strictly online. No, I, I, my first deck was shortcake. I put it together. I bought, I put the deck together and kind of showed up at a couple side events at SCG, and just okay. fell, fell in love with the deck immediately, um, just the way it played and, I loved it. So, yeah, I it was, it's been, you know, maybe about four years, three, three and a half years, maybe four years since I've been uh, playing
1: it. That's ah, a pretty no long shit. time for for legacy decks for for you to be on a specific legacy deck. Yeah. I- I was just about to say, like, you play you play something like that for that amount of time, and you get away from, like, just looking at what the top-performing deck lists are, and you start to come up with, like, your own sideboard choices, and you can actually, like, really innovate. It's, like... Right. right. It, it's just so much more fun than just looking at MTG Top 8 and trying to figure out what to play. Right, right.
2: I mean, that's that's a lot of the appeal, too, like, nowadays, where there's so much of the same stuff that, like, it's kind of off the beaten path, too, and it's such a cool deck to play that um, it's just, there's so much room for innovation, too, for the individual to kind of tweak their own liking, a couple, three, four, five cards to wherever they want, um, different variations. It's just a great, great deck, the way it plays out and just uh, whatever suits your fancy. I mean, I was playing blue in between. It hasn't been, like, a straight run, but, um, you know, just as of recently, I would say in about in about last couple of years, it's been painter strong, so,
0: Yeah. Well, bro, I was looking at your YouTube channel, getting ready for today. So that your YouTube channel is Lightwalker, right? Correct, yeah. Uh, and you have, first of all, you have a ton of videos. You have like probably at least 75 videos in the last nine months, which is yeah. awesome. That, that's a shit ton of content. Second of all, I don't think you played the same list twice. Like, I clicked on, yeah. you know, uh, several different <laughs> videos. Every time, yeah. it's like, you got Once Upon a Time's in a list. You got a yeah. fucking, uh, what's that card? Apprentice.
2: Uh, Raise Apprentice, yep.
0: Yep, you got, uh, dude, like, all different kinds of lists. Like, every th- everything I clicked on was a different list.
2: Yeah, it's just what I feel like playing. Usually I'll, you know, stick to one list more or less, and then I just kind of like whatever, you know, I feel like playing red-green today, or I feel like playing shortcake, or I feel like feel like playing mono-red, and, you know, whatever's hot, you know what I mean, whatever people kind of want to see play, the play patterns, like, for instance, recently it was, you know, um, Fable the Mirror Breaker, and I, you know, whatever's whatever needs to be, you know, kind of tried and tested, I'll do, you know what I mean, and sometimes I'm just in the mood to, uh, I mean, just kind of bounce back and forth, and just kind of whatever I'm feeling is, is right, you know what I mean, kind of personally, so... It's basically where it comes from. See, that's to.
0: really sick, though. Because, like, how many decks can you do that with? You can do that with the threats in, like, the Blood Boon deck, right? You can play, like, a bunch of different threat packages, as Zach has proven over time. You yeah. You can do that with, like, uh...
2: I, I want like, to give a shout-out to Zach, too. Oh, yeah. I mean, Zach, too. For I want to sure. say, say as well, like, on MTGO, when I see these decks pop up, too, like, um... You know, like this mono red prison deck that's out there. Now, I, I say it all the time. I'm like, you know, I knew I knew the kid that made this deck, you know what I mean? He was a phenomenal magic player. He could do draft, you could do all types of format. And this is back when all you know, when certain cards I think it was like, what was it? Siege Game Commander was in the deck, main deck, and then you got Legion War, yeah. Yeah, Legion War Boss came in, he had a bunch of different cards like Rabble Master, Chalice, and he did well with it. I remember he played I think he played U two Tom in one of the tournaments. Um and you know, it just it just kind of blossomed from there. But I want to give a shout out to him too and say hi. Um, it's been awesome. So anyway,
1: yeah, I I don't know how many times I played against Zach, but it has been it has been many, many, many times.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah. He's a great
0: player. I it's give him po- it possible I have my most matches against
1: any opponent against Zach. Honestly.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Because he was always in the XO bracket. And that's you know, I'd have
2: to face him every every yeah. time. He was like my, yeah. my
0: path. My my. Yeah
2: dream Crusher. yeah It knew the format very well so it was good to good to see so yeah yeah dude so like depths you know w- with depths
0: and maverick i guess like guys like Dujis will do this where they they like will play like a different list every time you know trying out different stuff but there's really not that many decks like you think about like blue red delver it's like people are like oh i'm testing a crazy build it's got two ledger shredders in it or it's got yeah, three yeah, stifles right. in it you know what i mean right 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 like Versus what you're doing is like
2: you know, really changing the mini theme of the deck, right? Right. Basically, I mean, basically leaning like for instance, like shortcake has a great suite of cards in it. Usually, it's like a splash for white for you know, um, e tutor, um, enlightened tutor. So, is that what shortcake means? Shortcake means splash white. Yeah, basically, yes.
0: Because um, I wasn't sure. I thought shortcake just meant red white. Yeah, like strawberry shortcake. I don't. So I don't know the terminology.
2: Yeah, so splash white for a co- basically a couple three cards main deck. Uh, then you have some cards in the sideboard. Um, Portable hole now you have two as well. And I'll give a shout out to Jack Kitchen too. Um, a lot of the stuff that I've come across, a lot of the uh, the path too, I've been talking to him and. Um, i got a lot of respect for him he's been a great player and um and he's been a lot of the pioneer of the, the deck shortcake so but um anyway it's e tutor it's he can it's two main deck and those two cards right there alone in legacy are very very good um e tutor finding silver bullets like the combo pieces and or at this one canonist which in itself is a great card against storm and elves and all that other stuff you guys know that Even and-
1: even the blue stuff Oh, of like course. having somebody just play a canonist when you're trying to can't trip into your thoughts yeah, is, like... Absolutely. It changes the game.
2: Absolutely. Um, and then you got Portable Hole now, main deck, sometimes in the sideboard. But they've been bouncing around, maybe two or three cards, um, as of recently, trying to find, like, a, um, a nice sweet spot. The, the, the thing is now is the metagame is so... and it's, it, it just it changes so much. So, yeah. Um, basically when i go you know like i said i'll I'll kind of parlay into like the you know the once upon a time build as well that card alone once upon a time is such a great card in this deck um to be able to dig i think it's five cards deep for either a land or a combo piece or whatever you're looking for i mean it's either creature or land but it is such a good card um, in the opener to caster free smoothers out your draws I mean it's just a fantastic card um, and sometimes you only find that in a red green list as opposed to maybe like um, you know if I just played a list that had Veil of Summer in it as well that's just a different variation that you know is good with Painter serve because you name Blue and of course you draw a card and it's, it's got applications, you know, it, it hits Abrupt Decay, you get Hexproof from uh, basically, um, or you can't be targeted from, you know, Thought Seasons and stuff like that. Um, and it's one of the only cards that hits Posage, you two main, main uh, instant speed. It's just more or less what you feel like, you know, oh you're, you're wow. going to run into. Yeah. I mean what you're gonna run into at a certain time and what you feel like playing. It's I just feel like, you know, sometimes I'm like I think this deck's gonna run smooth today, depending on what I've seen in the last five to six leagues or whatever. So and then um and then you got Mono Red too. We have all different variations. Mono Red too, I like Mono Red. I like running eight welders. Um I mean I could go on about this, about you know, play patterns and things like that and how people like this you know some people like recruiters and how they like to build their decks, but it just depends on how you like to play and um what suits your fancy and your play your play style a lot of people like to go out all in on the con- on the combo and be fast and protect it some people like to grind um you know like i think the mono red deck is good at grinding you have you know eight you have eight welders like i call it the goblins the engineer and the goblin welders so it's a very grindy yeah. um reoccurring game so and then you have all t- different types that tutor up b- bridge and everything so it depends depends on what someone wants to play how, how they do so
0: all right, so I have two questions then. Well, oh, first of all, I saw the match where you blew out you blew out Storm with Veil vale of Summer. That was sick. Like, uh, with like them thing not thinking that was coming from you with a Scalding Tarn, like That's cracking and so getting a Tyga sick. and casting Veil vale of Summer. Yeah, yeah just, that was fucking sick. First, I
2: love all. running. I run. I love running Scalding Tarn in that deck. It's one of the best things. Uh, you know, some people like, oh, you got to mix it up with the Fetchlands, but for Scalding Tarn. And who's gonna expect? I mean, you start with the scalding tar. Scalding
0: Tarn into veil vale of Sun. I know. Conversion. Or like that a was of brutal. Place. That I felt that was Neville shoot you were playing against. I felt bad for him.
2: Yeah, we have some great but, games. Uh, we have some great games, but
0: yeah. Uh, so two questions I had were: Do you consider the Gyruda deck painter? Do you know what I'm talking about with Gyruda? Um, I haven't seen you that Like, like the recently. Companion. Yeah, I've seen it so. Too. Yeah, it's all evens, you know, all even casts right, and right, cross right. cards or whatever, and, yep. and then they just get to the grindstone out the sideboard. Right, yeah.
1: Yeah, oh, yeah, it's Turbo. Wh-
0: yeah, yeah, Turbo. And the white deck that I played against, you probably heard uh, at that game, etc., is that considered
2: Painter, or what do you call that deck? It, it was basically yeah. like Mono White
0: Splash yeah. and Blasts.
2: Yeah, absolutely, uh, Mono White Painter. I'll give a shout out to Eddie the Intern, too, um... Who is also like the creator of the deck, basically um, one of his babies, um, and that's a great deck too. Um, I could probably pull up his list here, but it's uh, it's got a lot of grindy elements into it. I don't know what the current list exactly is running, but it's more like Ethos One Can. This uses Urza Saga um, to utilize a lot of the u- utility pieces. Has a combo in it. It was running um, the Ingenious. What is the card? It was the uh, two-drop guy that comes in. You look at the top, however yeah, many it cards. Means. Yeah, that cards busted. That card gets pretty large um and they've been kind of trying out quite a few things uh you know whatever whatever has been you know good with the metagame and what, what's been um effective as of late and um i mean oswald the fiddle bender great card i mean i can't say enough about that card too that's another card i have to bounce back and uh, and run again too is uh you know oswald is you know the two mana legendary guy that comes in and he can tinker and it's just another reoccurring piece, but in that deck especially, I mean, you have so many good pieces to tinker up and just keep just grinding out the opponent. Never mind the artifact lands that come in to pump the, the, uh, the Ingenious Smith there, too, the Alliance Sash. I mean, the current list, I think it's got, I mean, I think more or less it's... Um, you know, pretty uh, pretty stock with the, with the suite of cards. Esper Sentinel too, uh, another great card in the list. Uh, just it's a great it's a great list. Fun fun is, is all heck, um, and it's just you know it's, it's a great it's a great list. So, yeah. dude, I'm
0: building that list. I was so impressed uh, with it. Maybe, yeah. you know, maybe I just played against good hands, but I, I was free. I was like, how the hell am I ever going to beat this deck?
2: Yeah, it's built to um to really overwhelm. I don't think there's anything that it wants to miss. Any kind of play is going to have an effect in the board. Um, and it's made to beat the legacy decks that are out in the format right now in, in, a, in a nice way too. I got this one can in this main deck. I mean, it's got a lot of good um, working pieces to it. It's it, and and you can tinker too. You can have fun with the deck. You can you can you can do things with. It. And it's got the paint-to-server combo in it as well. I mean, it's amazing. So, yeah, a lot of a lot of people love it, and that's a great deck. So yeah, or it's a saga Dude, too. What else to say? <laughs> that's the big one, right? Yeah, I mean, that's a great card nowadays.
1: That, it opens up so many lines where like i it wasn't really the problem with painter before of like being uh being consistent because you could run enlightened tutor and you had a whole bunch of the combo pieces that like that all work together but having it be able to interplay like uncounterable like underneath the blue decks just makes right. like make some of those artifacts just seem so broken
2: oh absolutely absolutely the card is great it's just um I think a lot of I think a lot of people now, especially with the MTGO players, a lot of the good players know how to play around the card, play with the card. So, a lot of times they're going to cantrip for a wasteland, depending on the deck. But um, but the card, you know, besides that, the card itself has been such a boost to any painter deck or artifact deck. Um, thereafter i mean it's just such a great card i can't say enough about it i mean it finds grindstone what else can you run in this deck soul guide lantern uh some people run you know retrofitter foundry pithy needle um i like to run a mock Sople. you can find lotus petal um shadow spear um you know led as well i mean you know this is just this it's just a great card it's a great card for this deck i can't say enough about it you know some would say too good yeah i don't know about too good I don't know about too good. I don't know about too good. I want an
0: out, bro. I want
2: to. I don't want to buy them. That's I, yeah. I just picked up four copies. I just got them in the mail. Um, I'm looking forward oh, to them. <laughs> but uh, I mean the cards—they're not bad. that bad, though. No, it was 25 twenty-five. Right, ones. they're like twenty-five, thirty bucks. Yeah, that's yeah, not bad at all. It's a staple too. I don't think that card's ever—they're going not really. It's one of those cards. It's going to be around like the other cards are right now, like Force Negation stuff like that. You probably won't see that card go anywhere. You know. Hopefully yeah. not.
0: Well, I mean, there. plus there's modern and vintage, right? So, like, I'm sure that card is going to get burned in other formats, even yeah. if it does yeah. get banned in Legacy.
2: Yeah. Yeah, is it killing it in vintage, too? Must be. It must be, right? I mean, yeah. I don't
0: know for sure, but it, it's got to be.
2: Yeah. And that's another thing, too, with the with the, with the saga as well, is, uh, you know, beatdowns. I mean, I can't tell you. I don't know what the percentage is, but, I mean, it's there where the beatdown is there. I mean, it's, it's good because... You can make the creatures, and you can also—I mean—they get, you know, pump out the pump out the artifacts, but you can also bleed out removal that way as well. So it's another go-to option, uh, just to kind of, you know, you know, bleed the removal out, get them nervous, you know, put them in a pinch, and then go for the combo type thing, and you know, kind of go from there. But uh, you are, you are susceptible to wasteland. It is a, uh, you know, you know, you have the uh, the, the mono red prison deck out there as well. So it's something to watch. Um, I say sequencing is everything with this deck too. Every land, every land drop you make, everything you do, every decision, it matters. It does. And uh, but the card's great. It's Just a great card for this deck. I mean, grindstone, finding grindstone. I mean, it's it's. I mean, back then you you know it was top. I mean, and now we have engineer as well to tutor up the pieces. I mean, it, it's it, the card is great, Saga's great.
1: It's <laughs> even like card advantage because so many times you see saga hit play, and if it gets wastelanded, then you know that your colored sources are protected right um right and if it doesn't then you get that that second chapter make a dude third chapter in response to the trigger make a dude and like the in in the in any artifact based deck those dudes are fat oh yeah and they absolutely have to be dealt with absolutely. and then you can just go get like a shadow spear and give them lifelink and then you are <laughs> of reach of, like the tempo decks
2: right right on yep so, I like Braze Apprentice too. I I, I think Braze Apprentice pumps those guys to the creature token. Yeah, what is that card? Can you explain that card? Um, it's a three mana artifact creature, 2 3. Um, so, when it comes in the battlefield, it brings an artifact Thopter creature token with it. Um, yep. And let me see if I can just pull it up. I just want to make sure I get the things right. Yeah, so it's an artificer. It's an artifact itself. So, when it comes in, it brings a Thopter token. You can tap. Um, Tap the creature, the 2-3, sacrifice an artifact, and choose one of the following. Exile the top card of your library. You can play it till, till, um, till your next turn. So it's your next turn. So it's not, you know, it kind of saves a, a turn out of that as well. And then target creature gets plus 2, plus 0 until end of the turn, which I, I rarely use. I just find the card to be um, a grindy element to the deck, and it also brings the body with it. So it helps you know, block by time with Tide Regent. Um it's a very good card to reoccur with the Welders, the Goblin Welders, the Engineers. Um, and it also digs deep into your deck as well. So it's an effective card in all in all areas. And um, I just think it, it's just a great card. I'm, I'm high on it right now. I think it's a great card, especially with oh, the... Oh, it's um, an artifact. Correct, yeah. So you can sack the creature itself, the 2-3. That's and, amazing. Yeah, bin that, then weld back. You know, the thought to Token, get the 2-3 back. It brings another body with it. So you can keep recurring that. Um and just keep accruing value, keep getting cards, you keep playing cards at the top of your deck. And, um, yeah, it's just a great card. It's also a good card to get um, with Engineer as well. A lot of times, you know, it's like one, two, three, the combo's there, I'm going to go for it. But the way I've seen, you know, a lot of the games played, it just never works out that way. So it's kind of like a strategy where... Uh, so, Engineer, you kind of get something of value, good enough for the guys to kill the Engineer, but also good enough for you to kind of, if you make it to the next turn, to kind of get that your element and accrue the card advantage and uh, not thin your deck of combo pieces um, that's kind of, kind of, you know, just the way the game gets played, more or less. So I, I've I've found the card to be pretty good in this deck. It could be Icarwell Spring too. Some people like Icarwell Spring. Some people like other things. i will try Bolus the Citadel too as an advantage. You know, it's, <laughs> it's one of those cards to kind of get get advantage. It's it's tough in the hand in the opener, but it's kind of a, a fun yeah. a fun card. But, but yeah. So yeah. Yeah, that's more of a Karn card, right? What Bolus the like Citadel? Sunfort well it's like yeah. uh it's like it's something you tutor with engineer if you have a goblin welder in play turn one so you just kind of oh, right right it's almost imp- i mean I've cast it off of um what do you call it the uh the Ur-Borgs couple times one or two times but it's uh it's a it's a win more card but it's because so many people are killing the welders so early it's just not i don't think it's it's great right now but it's it's a fun card I gotcha yeah. Yeah, dude. So, what do
0: you think? Uh, how many games would you estimate, like as a percentage, that you win with the combo as compared to to winning like a mid range sort of game?
2: Um, I'd say 85% with the combo. Um, yeah. Yeah, high percentage um, with the combo. It's just you know nowadays you have you know you have cards like meltdown um which just kind of just wiped the board the artifacts you know um it's and a lot of times you kind of get when you're trying to get the removal out of the you know, out of the players that are playing just guy in blue red um you know it's just a meltdown that wipes the whole board for for, for you know for one or zero it's just the, the whole you know all your four or five creatures go but you know sometimes you can get lucky you know sometimes it depends that's interesting man i thought you were going to say that
0: the the pre-board games you comboed more than the post-board games, but you're saying it's the opposite because of the sideboard cards?
2: Yeah, I mean, I combo, I, I more or less get lucky, like maybe game one with the, with the creature tokens, more or less. And Interesting. Some, sometimes game two, but um, I try to combo with, you know, more or less get the combos in as victories in the latter two, two or three games. So, um, yeah, there's some serious... Uh, There's some serious cards out there to handle painter decks um, as well as artifact decks themselves. So it's a uh, it's a different metagame right now. Um, It's kind of a uh, it's it's a uh, you know with a cast out there being one of the tier one decks. It's a it's yeah uh, it's it can be a uh, (laughs) it could be fun to put you know put it lightly. So yeah.
0: Well, lucky for you, on Moto meltdown is 50 tickets. So not too many people have as many as they do in paper, right?
1: Right. I think in paper it was pretty expensive too. Wasn't didn't Pat need to buy one from Jerry for $15 or so?
0: Yeah, it's climbing up there, man. I mean, that's Jerry's pricing, so it might it might be like 12, you know. Jerry friend yeah. pricing is a uh, Sometimes a uh, you know, TCG mid, TCG high.
1: It, it's a $17, $18 card on Card Kingdom, TCG mid jeez. Is 15. As an uncommon. Yeah. That's crazy. That I guess it's there's nuts. a saga, it's a long time ago. Oh jeez,
2: we're old.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, dude. Uh I saw Tom Carons was running Shattering Spray as like a budget meltdown. But I was thinking like what is meltdown's probably the single worst card you can see, right?
2: Yeah, pretty much. It's uh it's an efficient card. It's like a supreme verdict for artifacts, basically. It's a good card. It really is a fantastic magic card. I don't think it's overpowered, I don't think it's you know, this that I think it's a great card, it should be played. It's just playing around the card, knowing what to look for um, it could be backbreaking at times, which is fine. Um, but it's just, uh, you know, uh, you know, the three, four, five, six for ones are tough. They're just tough to come back from because we can't ponder, we can't brainstorm. I say this all the time. We can't cantrip. We can't. We're dead to our top decks, basically, more or less at, the, at that point. And um, so it's it's it is what it is. It's part it's part of the, it's part of the deck. It's part of the thrill. And uh, we all kind of work around it. There's just quite a few cards out there right now too that are hitting artifact decks and you know a cast decks and painted decks and stuff like that which is fine we all know it um just kind of keep an eye out for it and um you know be kind of savvy with how you play you don't you know for instance like you know prismatic endings a card not a good card i don't think it's an overpowered card at all whatsoever um but it's 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 a removal spell it's another removal spell it used to be council's judgment remember yeah. <laughs> I, oh, yeah. I i used to see i saw council's judgment out of, a, out of a, that uh dnt deck the other day i was like i commented on commented on i was like this is this is beautiful i, I haven't seen <laughs> Judgment in so long i got i got the vote for my own permanent it was great um anyway <laughs> uh anyway so but yeah prismatic ending it's why it's like turn one you play a grindstone no you don't play a grindstone turn one if you think you're playing a four color deck with wasteland in it you know what i mean um yeah. What do you do? How do you play your cards? You know, it's like, do I make the creatures here? Do I tap out? You know, make a against blue red Delver game two. Do I play? Do I make two or three creatures right now? How do I play this game? Uh, Do I wait to draw a Pyroblast? There's all different strategies involved, um, and I think that's a lot of the appeal of this deck to me. It's 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 just in a lot of other people, I think it's a it's a great way to play. Um, It's a great way to um, to have fun with the deck and just kind of um, kind of read the opponent. You know, have a strategy involved, have a plan. and, and just kind of go from there. So, of
1: yeah. course,
2: if cards like Force of Vigor out there too, we've all, we've always known that. Endurance is out there as well. Um, what else do we have? I mean, meltdown, Scenes of Innocence, Serenity. You get Serenity out of blue decks now too. It's a card you don't expect. Um, and and Collect the roof. I mean, I could name a few of them, but it's the, the biggest thing too is to identify what you're playing first and and go from there. You know what I mean? So, um, a lot of these yeah, decks. For
0: sure. So. I was going to say, I didn't think Force of Vigor was good enough, man. Like I sided in against Painter, yeah, uh, two Force of Vigors and one Will, and I drew a Force of Vigor and a Will, and it didn't matter, against that mono-white-ish Painter deck that I was talking about. I was yeah. like, man, these one-for-ones are honestly not even good enough. I should just be doing my main plan, because like I was trading... I traded a Will for a freaking token off of Urza Saga, you know what I mean?
2: Yeah, yeah. That deck has a lot of... It kind of goes a you know, different few different directions um too so it's it's kind of hard you know it's hard it could be hard um you know force of vigor can get you though the right at the right time you know for instance if you go for your combo they can hit the you know if you don't have a welder out you can get blown out by it but i mean it's definitely a car i think that should be brought in sometimes but
0: oh it definitely it definitely should be brought in but it just like struck me that like i really (laughs) i understand why the person whose list i was looking at had the seeds of innocence or whatever from mirage i didn't have that card so i didn't play it i was like oh, i'll just put, play another force of bigger, you know yeah oh, but yeah. i understood after that match i was like oh i yeah. thought it was just for eight cast but
2: yeah oh yeah correct. what about cataclysm are you afraid of cataclysm i haven't seen cataclysm in a while i haven't seen cataclysm in quite a bit it's been um more solitude out of um dnt as of recently it's kind of like uh you know the swords plus solitude and um, Kotaki's War Wage, is that the card too I'm thinking of? Um,
1: oh, I haven't seen Kotaki in a yes. long time. Yeah, that yeah. card's got to be brutal.
2: <laughs> that card's brutal, especially with great Furnace and play. Um, but yeah, there's quite a few. I, I enjoy the D&T matchup, I really do. I think it's a great, great game. Classic, great game. Um, you know, Blue Red Dolvers out there, I mean... I think the matchup's heavily contingent upon a turn one uh, Dragon's Rage Channeler. I say this all the time. I think the card is just a very good card. It's a lot of the reason why I pack Bolts uh, main deck. Um, some people do as well. I think the card is just um, just to be able to get the four looks off of a, a Cantrip to find a Wasteland or a, or a Bolt or whatever um, is worth the Bolt itself. So, but um, yeah, it's you know the meta game's great. I like the four color deck too. It's a good deck to play against as well. So, is that a yeah. good matchup for you or not? it's not bad. It's not bad. You got to you got to f- figure out where they want what they want to do and how they want to play, and just kind of sequence your plays. Kind of you know, yeah, you know, they want they want they want a three mana planeswalker. We know that. Um, you know, you want to make the creatures turn. You know, game one, try to kind of bleed their removal out, and just kind of keep an eye on them more or less. It, it's I guess it comes with the reps playing playing the matchup quite a bit, and then I mean I like Blood Moon too. Some people don't like Blood Moon. I do play Urza Saga in this deck, main deck, but I bring in a couple of Blood Moons, um, you know, in the sideboard. You know, kind of oh, interesting. Match match too. I, I like Blood Moon um, in a lot of different applications. You know, Magus the Moon, Blood Moon. You because know, Magus of the Moon doesn't get, get hit by Force of Vigor, but um, you know, for instance, like Imperial Recruiter can search up Magus of the Moon. Once, upon, um, yeah, Once Upon a Time can search up Magus of the Moon. So, there's advantages to you know the different builds as well. Um, there's been you know discussion about Fury as opposed to Pyrokinesis stuff like that. Fury's is a great card as well to be searched up by Once Upon a Time, and you know that's why some of these these decks have you know different advantages than than others do. So, and and vice versa. So
0: yeah that's a good I didn't even think about that Fury once upon a time
2: yeah
1: oh yeah
0: damn
1: yeah Fury I'm I'm really enjoying that card (laughs) out of the blue decks if I have enough enough red cards Robert Wilson has like hammered it into my head that I need to play it and uh it's been really good for me
2: oh yeah absolutely it's good it's good because it eats a removal spell as well it's it's a clock um you know so it's it's a great card absolutely
0: nice dude Dude, I, I think that we've had more content in this episode. We're, we're only like thirty something minutes in, but there's been more freaking content the, in this the episode. The
1: number of magic cards referenced <laughs> per minute in this episode is the highest ever, yeah. uh, and it's it's been at an all time low the last the last few episodes. <laughs> yeah,
0: bro, there's cards I've never even heard of. Like you were talking about like spectators pool or something at the beginning. I don't even know what you're talking about.
2: Yeah. Oh, I got, well, I'll mention Fable the Mirror Breaker, too, real quick. Um, so you guys know that card, right? The new hotness. I saw it played in the Mono Red Prison deck a couple times. I'm like, oh, this card is... Like at first, I'm like, oh, it's cool. You know what I mean? Three-man enchantment comes in. You make a two-two guy attacks. You get a treasure token. And then the second chapter is cool, too. This card is pretty good. I have to say... Um, <clears throat> I just think the card... You know what I like about this card? It's not like an overpowered magic card. It's a... I keep saying subtly good card. It's a subtly good card. And I'm noticing, too, is a lot of these players, too, out there, respecting this card more than I've ever seen. The guys, are sword's in the 2-2, untap, and prismatic ending the enchantment. And I think it's because, I mean, the, it, it, it's an effective card. It really is, because in Painter, um, it's a three-mana spell. I love three-mana spells. It's It comes in, you get the 2-2 guy, and when it attacks, it gets the treasure token. Now, the treasure token's an artifact, okay, so it's good with the welders and go with the engineer also it ramps you as well so that's a good piece um and it's a body as well so the second chapter as well if you have a goblin welder out or an engineer you draw two i think it's draw two right yeah you you look at you draw a card well you can discard basically you can discard up to two cards i believe it is right and whatever you just whatever you can discard you can weld back with welders the engineer so it's got a synergy there as well and then um and so that ha- so you dig deeper, you find you can kind of sift. And then your third chapter is, this guy comes in. You can make copies. So with cards like Braze Apprentice, that's why I got the three Braze Apprentice in this list right now. That I'm looking at. You can copy Braze Apprentice, get the value there. You can copy Engineer, get the get the uh, the trigger, get something in your in your graveyard. With the mana available, you can just you can go crazy. Fury too, Fury you can copy Fury, you can go you can go go crazy. Oh jeez. Yeah, so um, the card. I think is is good in a 2 of I don't know about a 3 or 4 of some people like 4 if it's working for you guys in 4 do it I mean I'm telling you um whatever works you know whatever works for 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 anybody and everybody so um yeah the card's been pleasantly uh I've been happy with it so I I, I I've been enjoying it so yeah um yeah but, Zach was
0: really high on that card when I talked yeah. to him originally he was uh buying up tons of them when they were like a dollar nice and he's he's always good at identifying those cards you know
2: yeah oh yeah i mean a lot of people's i mean a lot of people i slipped on it there's a few different cards you know you slip on but that card's um i mean in that in in the prison deck it's absolutely insane i mean that card's insane i've seen guys you know throw away two simian spirit guys or whatever it is like it's just, just for that card it's like to get that thing in play, I mean, basically, because, I mean, the next, yeah. you know, you're going to draw two cards and discard two cards to smooth out your draws, but um, the card's been good, I like it, I really do, I've been having fun with it, too, so, we'll see. Yeah, that's wild, man. Yeah. So, are you on Twitch, or just YouTube? Just YouTube now, um, yeah, I mean, I like I said, I'm a techie guy, I gotta kind of look, I, I tried the Twitter thing, you need to get this, the, the streaming stuff going, so I need to kind of look into that stuff, and, um, yeah, yeah i would like to i'd like to at some point um like i said this you're getting good views on youtube yeah i mean i i try to get in there maybe twice a week i mean i play at least twice a week so when i go to play i record you know it's just um you know i just kind of speak my mind see what's going on just kind of
1: you know you don't have that live pressure either or like like yeah. having to not focus by reading the chat and interact with people
2: yeah that's uh... That's nice. No, I'm I'm down with it. If it was all available to me and it was, you know, I just gotta set my mind to it and get. Like I like I said, this is kind of like an organic thing that just kind of happened. It was kind of like you know, can I record something on my on my on my computer? I got a laptop in front of me. Can I do this? Oh, I could do it, sure. And then it's like you know, let's see if I can up the technology a little bit in the microphone. So I'm taking it as it goes and. Um, I've been enjoying it. I really have been getting some great feedback. I appreciate um, everything. So it's been it's been fun. I enjoy it. I, I have a good time with it. And I just I'm glad that people can at least see, um, you know, if not my you know mistakes, um, how to play the how how to play, the deck, the sequencing, what could possibly happen, some of the decision making, the result of some of the stuff, and what kind of happens out there in painter. Because, you know, when I started too, I was always kind of looking up some stuff and kind of seeing what was going, how to, how to do it, and the, the tricks. You know, for instance, some people get into the deck um, I know that might not know the trick of you know you have a grindstone in play and a, and a painter in your graveyard you can you know activate grindstone hold priority and weld in the painter for grindstone and when you know the grindstone activation is still on the stack painter hits play and then you can hit them and basically you know mill them out so that's a cool trick that you know stuff like that you learn and kind of see how the deck gets played and um, you know just kind of go from there yeah, one thing. I mean, like the the number of
0: views you have are really pretty impressive. Like, for two reasons. First of all, you know, obviously people enjoy your content because I mean, you have videos with like four or five hundred views out there. Like, that's pretty common. On on looking through your catalog, I was impressed. Also by the size of the painter community because like people are clicking on these videos to watch someone play painter. Like, you're not playing other decks. You're you're playing painter. <laughs> yeah. So like, the painter community is pretty healthy, huh?
2: Oh, absolutely! It's a fantastic community. I love it. Um, and you know, the Discord too. If you guys are out there, you like painter or anybody likes Discord for that matter. There's a Discord channel out there. It's a great community. I can't say enough about it. I love it. I kid around a lot. I say some funny stuff in there. I, I love you guys. I can't say it enough. <laughs> I have my own sense of humor. I hope, I hope a lot of you guys get my humor. I really do. I, I, I sometimes I put this stuff up. I kind of laugh, but I, I'm, I'm a lot of times I i'll we'll chime in and i'll give each other um ideas of what's good what's not some of the the nuances of the deck some of the you know if a card comes out is this card good enough and it's a really tight-knit community great group of people i enjoy it thoroughly and um there's all different types of subheadings too um different color combinations different um variations whatever you're into um and it's just a great great place to be so um yeah
0: yeah, bro. Speaking of color <laughs> combinations, you knew freaking Greg Smith as soon as I was talking about that oh, match man, I played absolutely. in Louisville, oh, dude. Yeah. You knew. You're like, oh man, his deck is so beautiful. I was oh, like, holy shit, this kid yeah. really does know painter.
2: Yeah, of course I did. You know, I did my research too. Him and Jack Kitchen as well. I've, you know, I kind of grew up on that, kind of watching the videos and kind of um, watching how it's played and just kind of like. You know the deck's not an easy deck to play. It's not just oh, here's Painter Servant, here's Grindstone, or here's my Engineer. I'm gonna get a Painter Servant, my like, hey, Graveyard. It's not that easy. Um, you gotta kind of, you just kind of kind of pay attention. You gotta kind of play the game a little bit. It's, it's a different style of play. It's a different type of gameplay. It's, it's kind of a savvy way to play. It's a good way to play. You know. It's it's using your intuition a lot of times. It's you know, does he have it? What can I do? You know, can I catch him real quick? Can I you know, does he if he does this? If he does this? If he doesn't watch out, you know, you got to kind of keep an eye on things. And and it's a fun deck to play. But yeah, um, some of the videos out there, some of the games that have been out there, is just phenomenal. And uh, you know, I, I've seen some, I've seen at least one match with him when he was playing D and Um, the kid was dead to rights, dead to rights, and he came out of it with his top. I don't know if I if I can. If you guys know what I'm talking about, it was just a great match. Oh yeah, but it was nuts. It's insane. I'm like, what? This kid's completely dead, but he wasn't. And I've seen him. I him, saw him plenty of times after that. Do w- really well. And uh, but yeah, it's it's a good deck. It really is. It's a, it's do you sh- think that?
0: Do you think that it's better now with like without top, or do you think it was still better in the top years?
2: It's gonna be better with. I don't know. I I was playing Magic with top when top was out. I wasn't playing Painter. But I know a lot of people love Top. I mean, how can you beat Top? You can't beat Top. I can't. You just can't. I mean, you can't. How can you? I mean, I guess...
1: I, I guess yeah. it was like a completely different metagame, though. Because when yeah. Top was in, Miracles was super popular. And I'm not sure what the Painter-Miracles matchup must have been It's got like, be to be bad. It's got to be bad for Painter. it must have been one of the worst matchups.
2: Yeah, I don't... I don't I, it could have been okay. Um, you know, it could have been all right. I, I just... I think that, you know... What we have now in the metagame we have now is you know I mean of course we've got some good gifts too as well in the last year or two. I was kinda of saying this to um uh another painter friend of mine too, you know, it's like, oh you know, Prismatic Ending was this and the other thing goes, Well, you know, we got some nice stuff too. We got Karn, I mean we got Goblin Engineer, um, and we got Urza Saga, so there we go. So we got some nice stuff as well, just to kinda of keep up with stuff. And I, I just can't imagine what it was like against the show-and-tell matchup back, you know, <laughs> game one, four or five years ago without Karn, without, you know... You know, because Karn gets your stuff back, you know, from Surgical, or any, you can get a watch Crypt, or, you know, it's just like... You know, Karn's been a great card for this deck. it has been a great card. Yeah,
0: dude. You talking about Reanimator? or
2: you talking about Show-and-tell? I was thinking, I was thinking Show-and-tell, because Emmercrow Oh, because he can bridge? Well, that too, yeah. I think it's because the shuffle effects too, because it's just hard to win with oh, the combo. Oh, okay. So you can kind of wish for wish for things to kind of get you out of that, but uh, um, yeah. I mean, I just, I yeah. I mean, there's some good matchups. yeah. Okay. Match-ups. I hadn't ever considered
0: Painter versus Show and Tell before, honestly.
2: Yeah, that's why I thought you were talking about the torment script. Yeah, the crypts because because clearly you get the shuffle effects with the Eldrazi, but I, I mean Urza Saga I think is a fine card against Show and Tell, um, especially Pack and the Blast we have main deck as well. Um, some lists run a Soul Guide Lantern main deck. Um, I'm run- I've been running on License as of late. It's a great card um, to kind of have main deck as well. Um, but yeah, you think that card's good enough, or you think it's just
0: the cute thing people are doing now?
2: Um, I thought so in the beginning, but. Because we have the Soul Lands, like Ancient Tomb, <clears throat> like City of Traders and stuff like that. I've seen, yeah. Jeskai, I've seen Jeskai Lists just run, you know, a turn to Unlicensed Hearths out, out of the blue. But the card is good. I mean, it hoses Delver. Um, you know, it just kind of gets him off the Murktad Regents and the Dragon's Rage Channelers. It's a good, you know, good card for Snapcaster Mage. I think it's a good card to be able to tutor um, with an Engineer. It's a good card to have in the deck. It just is. It's, um, and, you know, it's an efficient card
0: yeah for sure man I I was impressed with it but uh, I wasn't really sure you know it is it's like Scavenging Ooze like how much do you see Scavenging Ooze now you know it's a very similar kind of card to that but it does come down pretty damn quick you know what I mean like it starts eating Graveyard real quick especially with the Soul Lands like you were just saying right like you can get ahead of a Merc Tide for sure right Right. whereas like you know Scooz is
2: probably too slow to do that right 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 um, you know, it's like a little bit in the beginning. It was like, oh, how am I gonna find this card? I mean, how am I gonna get? How am I gonna be? How am I gonna stay on these guys? You know, it's like, you know, get ahead of them, get get in front of them with the Maritime Regents. But, um, you know, the the card's been good. It's it's a good. I I I think it's good to have something in the main deck to kind of handle kind of any kind of graveyard, uh, shenanigans too. So I've been happy True. with. Him. I've been happy with. Yeah, it's it. a good point. So, <sighs> all right, bro. So. I uh,
0: I just wanted for the listeners. If anybody's selling a bonsai tree, hit me up. I've been uh, looking <laughs> to buy one. Are you being serious like, right now? Spend like maybe in the two two seventy five three hundred dollar range.
1: I thought uh, bonsai trees were significantly more expensive than that.
2: Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm like, thinking, I'm thinking, yeah, I'm like, how does this correlate? But now I get it. Fuck, it's funny. Yeah, I just sold my, I sold my two guys. I had a bonsai tree for like 10 years. I had a beautiful one. I bought this thing for like 250 bucks, sat in a nice pot. You know, the thing was like Karate Kid. It was a like Karate Kid, the back yeah. of his jersey. You know what I mean? It was like beautiful, but yeah. I just can't take care of this thing anymore. I, I had a, I had a, well, what I do is I winter, I winterize him. I bring him to a place down the street, not down the street, but You know, to a greenhouse, (laughs) and they they, they repot them, and they and they and they uh, they plant them, and they do nice, they they do nice things to it. But this time around, I just I don't have it. I get a I got a coral reef tank to my left here. You guys should see it's beautiful. I got about two grand in this thing. It's nuts. Oh shit, it's nuts. Like maybe I'll take a shot of it with the camera one of these days. I got um,
1: put that on the YouTube video. Yeah, (laughs) I I didn't I didn't didn't get the reference. I thought Ian was going right for right for gardening. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah no I just can't do the bonsai trees anymore she wanted to give me like 250 bucks for it I said I gotta get at least 450 for that thing I think I bought up the 275 but um yeah it's funny I had to take it that it was so me. funny you got, you took that call during the league and you were talking <laughs> <laughs> I know I am prices with the bonsai I, tree I was dying bro I, I, I had to I just had to do it but yeah you know no that's content man
0: people see like you know, you're on this podcast right now. As what I was trying to impress upon you earlier is like you're you're on here to talk about magic, right? And you're doing a great job of that. But like people, honestly, bro, like people love to just like hear the random shit too. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the fucking yeah. bounce tree or whatever the fuck.
2: Um. Yeah. Yeah. I try to. I try to make it fun sometimes. I try to yeah. think about, you know get some good music out and uh, you know just kind of feel the mood. Just kind of go with it. You know. Well, bro, whatever you're doing is clearly working. Yo, do, so
0: do you know who Adrian, if I say the name Adrian, do you know who that is? Um, Not particularly. <laughs> it's all good, man. It, it's just funny. Tom, are you getting Adrian vibes or what?
1: Oh, absolutely. It's the accent, right? Yeah, it's, it's the accent. Like it's, it's absolutely like you hear the voice and you're like, oh, shit. But he's actually talking about magic and uh, <laughs> like delivering a lot of like great content. We haven't talked about guns at all or anything like that. Or oh, um, we could rental rental properties. No, no, we don't need to go there today. We don't need to go but, there today.
0: Uh, so Adrian, um, he the the other thing though, it's not just the accent. It's also the vi- like the the source vibe. You know what I mean? Like you're talking about a kind of an obscure, very historical legacy deck. Has it has its roots, like, you know, you have some respect for the history of this deck.
2: Yeah. That's a very it's a very Adrian thing
0: to do too, you know?
2: Yeah, I do. I have a lot of respect for this deck. Like I said, I you know I just think the combo's fantastic. I like the, the the two card combo of Painter Servant, Grindstone, Slash, Goblin Welder, is phenomenal to me. I mean these cards are just legendary, in my opinion. They're just a great card. They they express the history of magic a lot of the you know artifact artifactual cards um they're not two cards that are just in your face oh this card this card work very well together um they're just two mythics that just a and they just have to, no these are two cards that are obscure you know i don't think they were created to have a combo together at all whatsoever um and when i first started reading the deck list <laughs> years ago i'm like hold on a second i was reading the deck list i'm like okay uh so grindstone painter servant goblin welder engineer e-tutor at this one can We're, hold on how does this deck win again <laughs> 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 you, had read, you had to read like painter servant like three or four times back then and then oh finally you hit it and it was like okay so this deck works. It's fantastic. Um, and i just uh and and the people the people that create i know there's uh, another gentleman out there too i know jack talks about him as well um there's a couple guys a couple three guys i think they created the you know the shortcake version of this deck um and kind of came about it and just the deck is you know shortcakes just created so uh basically perfectly um but yeah i mean i mean yeah this there's a lineage here too you know what i mean it's been around for some time and um you know it's it's come a come a long way we've had some good cards come in last, you know recently and uh, you know I think before it was you know a lot of sense divine divine Top um, you know Welder was there I mean they've gone they've they had Smuggler's Copter in the deck too they've kind of up. you know they had oh, right. more copies of that card in the deck as well Imperial recruiter's always been a great card in the deck it's always been they still run it they still love it uh, I still love it too um, I just kind of I moved to a different place with um with the Red Deck too I I just, I like the eight welders. I do. I'm, I'm a fan of eight welders. I, I can't say that enough. I, I just, um, you know, it's not so much the, the graveyard stuff that I run into. I don't really, I mean, sometimes I see ley lines, stuff like that. I see surgical stuff like that, but I can play around that type of thing. But I just, I enjoy having, you know, some people like different things, recruiters. I still will run a couple here and there, but, um, Recruiters and, you know, they still run a for recruiter and shortcake um, and other builds as well. And that deck is just that deck just hums. It hums very well. It plays its pieces out very well. It comes out, it unfolds the way it's supposed to unfold. It does its thing. Um, you know, Jack explained it to me in, in a very nice way. And that deck is just a great, great deck. Um, it's just the metagame now, too, is just it's so all over the place. You have so many, you know, you have blue, red, and you have some of these, like, kind of, you know, you know, crazy variants that, you know, some of these decks have trouble with, you know, different variations have trouble with. So it's trying to find that sweet spot, you know, can I put, what should I put on my deck that has the grindy ability? um You know, what card can I, you know, retrofitter foundry? There's been some cards out there maybe we can slip in to kind of get the, you know, the grindier aspect of things. Um, you know how many how many main deck lightning bolts are we gonna run? Uh, how many Karns, two or three? You know, Michael lattice in the sideboard. Should I run that? Is Torpor still good right now? Should I run that? Um, you know, of course, yeah, it, it, different colors have different strengths and different sideboard variations and main deck spaces. But you know, it depends. So certain people like a certain color and variations, and other people like other color variations too. So that's that's the beauty of this of this deck. So. Yeah, that is
0: a great point, man. That That's what's very legacy about this deck is, like, I I don't even know if two cards came from the same block. You know, there was, like, Imperial Recruiter, which was from, like, three Portal Kingdom or whatever the fuck. Rest in peace, Shinzo Abe, by the way. And uh, then there was, like, you know, Sensei's Divining Top from Kamigawa. Uh, and then there was fucking, you know, Urza Saga, Welder, right? And, uh painters the like, grindstones from tempest painter servants from lorwyn it yeah. was like all over the map like that that's kind of like a legacy combo deck you know what i mean right right on i do
2: i and i and it's it's great i think uh yeah you know, anybody likes to weld things and it's, it's a different play style you know what i mean it's a different it's a different uh way to play the game way to play magic i think it's very down mm-hmm. home and and um it's nice. It's a it's a it's a good time. Plus we get to run six blasts, five five red blasts. Pyro you know, four pyro blasts and two red blasts, which is very good. Um, very much an appeal as well. If you guys like blast and blue spells, um, it's always a good time. Plus, you know, with Painter in play the thing's are one mana, you know, stone range, so I don't usually suggest going after, you know, mana and lands and stuff like that unless you see you know, you smell blood in the water. But um, you know, it's usually you try to protect your combo and you know, like I said, it gets like blue red, how, you know, certain cantrips you hit, certain things you do. You kind of, you know, you kind of watch it. It's kind of tough. It's tough sometimes. It's tough, you know, to see exactly where to go with it and how to do it. Simeon Spirit Guide, too. I'll mention that card in this deck, too. Um, you know, i like running a couple two or three sometimes depends you know the cards you know, how fast you want to go with the combo how much you want to protect it it's a it's a good card you know we call it it's, it's a red force of will monkey blast you know city spirit guide Pyroblast. i mean there's different um you know you can you can you can run um you know one two three none. i like running running at least one in some of these builds The mono red anyway so it's just another uh another choice more or less yo i'm sorry guys i had a mute because
0: uh there's a car alarm going off in the background i don't know if you can hear that but uh i thought it was tom's smoke detector then i realized it was on my side (laughs) so we might we might have to wrap this soon because this is pretty fucking annoying it sounds like (laughs) yeah you guys you good you want to plug
1: your
2: channel rap yeah Uh, let's go for that uh sure. Um yeah, so I'm I'm Lightwalker, basically an MTGO and it's Lightwalker on YouTube as well, light underscore walker, um you know, M T G and yeah, I usually put up a video maybe once, twice every week and um you know i just kind of go through the deck i kind of go with the deck list i'll uh, play different color variations if you guys have any ideas you want to give me a shout i'm open to new things um i'll give a shout out to a lot of the guys on discord a lot of the people on discord give a shout out to callum smith too he's been great he um he uh gave me a heads up not too long ago i give a, I have a lot of respect for him as a player as well and he's been doing some stuff on red green and doing pretty well with that and um and just the community in general i think it's been great i, I just love you guys and uh you know, like I said, I got to see everybody in paper not too long ago. It's been it was just fantastic. I I just it was great, and I look forward to being back in paper soon. So, um, for the painter players out there that are playing the deck, and you're getting 4-5, for one, just remember where these wins and losses come from, and how well you <laughs> played. Just hang in there. Come on now, remember that it's you know it's 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 a grind out there, and when you get them, it's rewarding. And just um, just always give yourself credit where credit's due, all right? So, it's about that. Thank you guys. I appreciate it.
1: Thanks for coming oh, thank on. That was you, the most music yeah. content that we've had in a really long time. And that was super fun.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I love you guys too. And uh, you guys got a great channel. And um, look forward to the future. Hell yeah, bro. Keep doing what you're doing. It's working.
0: You got a great product. And obviously, you're really passionate about this. It's awesome to see.
2: Thank you. Yep. Absolutely.
0: All right. That's a wrap.